Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 28th and April 28th, 1919, Part 6, pages 247 through 249. April 28th, 1919, Part 6. The parents' delegation met with the commissar on April 9th. They expressed their anger verbally and also delivered their demands and resolutions in writing. I asked them whether it would be worthwhile to issue a pastoral letter now. They answered that it was not yet time. We talked about the possibility of having a parents' meeting on the second or third day after Easter. I delegated Father Chomsky to organize this meeting and indicated what sort of resolutions it should vote on. On April 10th to 13th, retreats were conducted in the schools. The Bolsheviks did not disrupt them. Nevertheless, Leschinsky and Olsky came to see Sister Charnovska of the Sisters of the Holy Family, inquiring why classes were not held. She told them very directly and unequivocally exactly what they should be told. They demanded that programs and curricula without religious education be prepared. I celebrated Mass and gave a conference to the girl students on April 12th in St. Catherine's Church. Father Tumas had been to the Bolsheviks to demand that they allow retreats to be conducted for the prisoners and that the prisoners be permitted to go to chapel to hear Mass. The Bolsheviks agreed. The imprisoned priests conducted a retreat for the other inmates and heard their confession. Father Zhernovsky helped out since his parish includes the Lukishkai prison. I celebrated Mass in the cathedral on April 13th. I was very concerned about the school issue. Besides, another decree had come out on the separation of church and state. I cannot remember on what day the Bolsheviks issued this decree, but if they had managed to enforce it, it would have done the church a great deal of harm. The purpose of this decree was clearly to destroy the church and to do away with religion. On April 15th, I celebrated Mass and gave a short sermon to the members of the Sodality of the Blessed Virgin Mary. On Holy Thursday, April 17th, services were held at the cathedral. At three o'clock in the afternoon, I called together the members of the cathedral chapter and also the pastors of the city to meet at the seminary to discuss whether it was time to issue a pastoral letter or whether it was better to wait a while longer. I explained the current state of affairs to them. Monsignor Sadovsky, dean of the chapter, and Father Kretovich, the assistant dean, as well as the other calmer and more serious priests, were of the opinion that I should not bring out this letter yet. However, Fathers Lubyanets, Machevich, and Chomsky thought that the letter should be issued. Since these latter were more eloquent, their view influenced the others. Everyone agreed that the letter should be peaceful in tone. Monsignor Hanasovich was against its publication. Since the majority were leaning towards publication, I decided to have it appear the Sunday after Easter. However, when the Polish legionnaires came, the letter proved unnecessary. 
I had told the pastors and the other priests that even without the letter, they should speak to the people from the pulpit and explain those things which the Bolsheviks are trying to destroy. During his speech, Father Machievich could not resist the opportunity to rebuke me and the pastors as well for being afraid to take a stand when necessary and not being courageous enough to do our duty. I reprimanded him very gently and politely. No one here is thinking of shirking or ignoring his duties. It is simply a question of whether we should make a public statement on the school issue. In addition to the members of the chapter and the pastors, both Fathers Songin and Maciejewicz attended the meeting. Both are well-known Polish nationalists who engage in agitation wherever they manage to get in. Well, in the next entry, Blessed George reports that the Parents Committee had met with the Bolshevik Commissar of Education to express their anger about having the religious education banned from the schools, and they presented the prepared resolutions to him. It seems that the time was not right for a pastoral letter on the subject. A parent meeting uh, during the Easter week was planned. Retreats were held at the schools, even though the classes didn't meet. A retreat for those who had been imprisoned was organized. The imprisoned priests conducted the retreat. The Bolsheviks issued a new decree on the separation of church and state. Blessed George worried that this would be very harmful to the church, and he continued with his pastoral duties in the midst of all the turmoil. Uh, he met with some priests to discuss the possible pastoral letter. There was disagreement among them. Uh, George planned to issue the letter finally on the Sunday after Easter, which would eventually become Mercy Sunday. But the political situation in Vilnius would soon change, making the letter unnecessary. Blessed George wanted the pastors to speak to the people about what was going on with the schools and the Bolsheviks, even if there was no pastoral letter. And one of the priests accused Blessed George and some of the other pastors of a lack of courage for not doing what was necessary. Blessed George responded with patience that none of them were trying to escape their duties but they were simply searching for the best approach. It is important not to get drawn into political intrigues. Blessed George, as always, wanted Catholic, universal pastors. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.